0: retainer model clients. Are they the holy grail of small agencies or the source of our eventual downfall? Most small agency owners I meet are stuck on the roller coaster known as the feast or famine cycle. You're either super busy with client work, working all the time to fulfill on these projects, maybe making a decent amount of cash in the process, But because you're so busy with these clients, you don't invest steady time and energy into your marketing and your lead gen, which means once these projects start to run out, all of a sudden you're stressed out again about where your next client is going to come from. So you hunt and you hustle and you drum up some more business eventually just to get really, really busy again and to stop doing the lead gen and around and around you go. So that can be a very stressful way to run a business. And eventually, a lot of small business owners get to a point where they go, hmm, maybe I should put some of these clients on retainer. If I could just charge some clients a monthly fee to do ongoing work, that would solve the problem, right? Then I would know that I was guaranteed a certain amount of cash every month, and that would give me sense of security. It makes logical sense, which is why I get contacted by a lot of one- to two-person branding agencies who have retainer clients. Sometimes anywhere from a couple thousand dollars a month to like $10,000 a month or more. And yet, they still contact me. Why? Because despite this feeling of safety with this ongoing cash that they're bringing in each month, they're still working all the time and they're not making enough money. And yet... They often tell me that they think that the answer is that they just need more retainer clients. And to that, I always ask, wait a second, didn't you just tell me that you're really busy working all the time? How are more clients going to solve this problem for you? That question usually stumps them. I am avidly against retainer clients for small agency owners and today I want to tell you exactly why I think they give a false sense of security and are the absolutely wrong strategy to implement if you want more profit and more freedom in your life. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one- to two-person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. All right. So what's wrong with retainer clients anyway? Sounds like a good deal. Steady cash flow, steady work, sit back, relax, and enjoy the business, right? First of all, retainer clients are really hard to make profitable. Usually you price a retainer project based on the work that you're actually going to be delivering. So maybe it's content every month. Maybe it's social media posts or some design work, whatever it is. Few people actually charge for All the other stuff, the stuff that we lovingly refer to in my world as the BS, the project management, the calls, the follow-ups, the emails, all the tangential stuff that might not seem like a lot, but actually takes up a ton of time. All of that other stuff eats into the profitability of this project. And these projects are usually not profitable to begin with because it's really hard to charge a premium price for a retainer project. And when I say premium price, I don't just mean a lot of money. I mean a lot of money relative to how much work you're doing. I've talked to a lot of people who are really proud that they are charging, you know, $5,000 a month to a client. It seems on from the outside like that's profitable. But for $5,000 a month, this person is practically their outsourced employee. They're their employee because they've got basically a full plate of work every month except they don't have benefits and they don't have security because they're not actually on payroll. Which reminds me, the relationship between you and a client who is paying you on retainer ends up becoming a little bit like an outsourced employee to begin with. It's very hard to have clear boundaries with somebody who is paying you monthly and who you feel like is your security. And so what ends up happening is you work with a client and you basically are on call they're the clients who are going to send you urgent emails. They're the clients who, maybe not all the time, but sometimes will expect you to answer them at night or on the weekends. So all of this becomes a lot more work than you bargained for. And because they are a lot of work, you end up working all the time to fulfill on these projects. And if you have a few retainer clients, that work adds up really quickly. So then what do you do? Most people think, ah, I'm so busy, I'm generating all this cash, I need some help. Let me go hire a contractor to support me in this. Now you're not making enough money and you're working all the time and you're paying other people too. So that is also eating into the profitability of this model. And finally, let's be real, retainer clients can leave at any time. So they are really a false sense of security to begin with. How many people had retainer clients that just bailed in March 2020? In fact, it's worse than just a false sense of security because when you have that security, you don't put a lot of energy into marketing and lead gen and building your authority and all the things that are actually secure. The only way to be actually secure in a small business is to build the business foundation so that you have audience and marketing systems and funnels and whatever it is that you know can always generate more clients. That's the only thing that's actually secure. What a lot of people do as small businesses, because you really can't take on that many clients when you're only a couple of people or just one person, you end up relying on just a handful of clients to pay your bills. So one client disappears or two clients and you can go from feeling really good to being completely broke. I spoke to someone recently, the first time she went out on her own, um, she landed a really high paying client. It was amazing. I think she had two two clients she got right off the bat. She admits it herself, was pretty lucky. She was generating like $20,000 a month from these two clients because she was so new in business. She thought, wow, this is amazing. This is how business works. Well, those projects ended, those clients left, and she's been struggling to do $5,000 if that ever since. Why? Because when she was making $20,000 a month, she had a false sense of security. She wasn't investing any of her time and energy into building and laying the groundwork for a long-term sustainable business. She wasn't doing any marketing. She wasn't building her authority. She wasn't building her systems. She was an outsourced employee, a a well-paid outsourced employee, but an outsourced employee. And she wasn't thinking like a business owner because it all felt like gravy. She was making tons of money. So that's what I mean by false sense of security, and it really doesn't do us any good to feel that way because we don't take the necessary steps to build the business foundation we need so that we actually have security. Okay, so let's imagine person A, we'll call her Sam. She's got $10,000 in billable retainer clients. Four clients, they're paying her $2,500 a month each, okay? She's so glad she has this baseline. She knows she's generating $10,000 at the beginning of every month. But she's just one person and she's working for other small businesses. So for $2,500 a month, they are getting a lot of stuff from her. So it ends up being a lot of work. So she's working full time for these four people. So she outsources some of the work. The cost of outsourcing that work, plus just the general business costs, let's say ends up costing her about 50% of that. So $5,000, which leaves her with a take home of $5,000 a month. And that's generous. I usually talk to people where it's a little bit less than that. So my first question to Sam is always, are you sure you couldn't just make $5,000 a month working a hell of a lot less doing project-based work on your own? I mean, if you can get clients to pay you $2,500 a month, they're paying you quite a bit of money over time. You could definitely sell a project at at least the $5,000 mark. You're charging more than that to these clients. It's just spaced out over time. Imagine if you were selling $5,000 projects and you were just doing two of them a month. If you made sure that they were profitable and you had a tight process, you could keep all of that yourself and work less. Now, the response from Sam is usually, yeah, but I would have to find that $10,000 each month. I would have to find a new client every month. And the fear of having to find new clients is the reason that people stay stuck thinking that retainer models are profitable. And what I would say to Sam is you should know how to generate new clients or else you don't really have a business. You have a job. Being able to do marketing and sales to Find or attract and close new clients is a necessary piece of having a profitable, long-term, sustainable business. So if you aren't doing things every month, building that foundation and building that machine, it's only a matter of time before a couple of these retainer clients stop working with you and you don't have anybody else in the pipeline. People are so scared about the idea of having to find new clients, and yet that is like the core of having a business, is being able to find and close clients. I would say instead of being scared of that, embrace it and learn it and be good at it. If you aren't good at that, you will always be in a stressful state because the one thing you need to be able to do over and over and over again if you're going to have this business in the long term is to attract and close clients. So instead of trying to have retainer clients that are not profitable and making you work all the time so that you don't have to find clients, putting you in this very stressful, precarious situation where you're at their mercy and you're basically an outsourced employee for four clients or whatever it is, invest your energy and your time into building that foundation so that you absolutely can find and close clients whenever you want. It's totally possible to do that, and it should be your mission as a business owner. Okay, so imagine instead, Sam gets rid of her retainer clients. She listens to me and instead she creates this $5,000 offer which she can totally do because she's already selling stuff at much higher prices. And let's say this $5,000 offer takes 40 hours to deliver. So one work week of the month. In this scenario, Sam needs two clients a month, to generate the same $10,000 she's generating now. She needs to sell two clients and it's gonna take her two weeks to deliver on those projects. But get this, in that scenario, she also has two full weeks a month to build her business systems, to work on her marketing, and she has two free weeks a month that she could take more clients. So some months, she could take three clients and generate $15,000 or she could take four clients and generate $20,000 if she was booked. Now on the flip side, some months, she may only close one, even zero. And that fear that there might be a month where you do zero dollars, that's why people cling to the retainer client model. But that is all emotion and no logic because over the course of a year, if Sam was able to generate at least $120,000, that's what she's generating now with her retainer clients, if she's able to generate that or more, why does she think it's so important that that money comes in in a steady $10,000 a month increment? How about instead she just focuses on making 120k or more? How about instead she focuses on getting really good at attracting and closing these $5,000 projects and then making those projects tighter and tighter in their process and more valuable and then raising the price? And raising the value so that now she's charging $8,000. Now she's charging $10,000. Now she's charging $10,000 for the same project. She only needs one client a month. Or she does two and she makes $20,000 a month. When Sam's project is eventually $15,000, she literally doesn't even need to sell a client every month to generate her one twenty. dollars She could take four months of the year where she didn't sell anything. And she would still make the same amount of money that she's making now. But not just that, she will have so much time available and she will have learned how to build the machine and the foundation of her business that knows how to attract and close new clients all the time. That's financial freedom. That's financial security. It's an emotional decision to prefer low profit retainer clients because of the false sense of security that they bring you unless you have an incredible, amazingly tight process with incredible boundaries, and you're able to charge really profitable rates for your retainer clients, as profitable or more profitable than the projects I just mentioned. And I'm talking about including all the project management and all the communication. Unless you have all of that, which is rare, and I haven't seen much of it, it's so much more logical to build profitable packages and operate your cash flow on an annual basis. You don't need to bring in exactly $10,000 a month or $20,000 a month or $30,000 a month. You don't need to bring it in every month equally. You just need to bring in the total, whatever you need, whatever you want 120,000, 240, 360 a year. Why do you care if you make 360 closing two $30,000 clients one month and none the next? Who cares? That's just Emotional, feeling like it needs to be steady. I spoke to someone recently who told me that they closed a project recently, pretty big project, was like $25,000, and they wanted it to be over six months because emotionally, it just felt better that they knew that cash was coming in every month. That's an emotional decision. They would be so much better off financially. Logically, they would be so much better off actually. In another episode, but the client will actually be more bought in if they paid it up front. But emotionally, that doesn't feel as good because this person likes the idea of the cash coming in steadily. As long as you're responsible with your cash, always take it up front if you can. Why not? You're basically giving someone an interest-free loan if they pay you over time. When you start detaching emotion from these decisions and you start looking at it logically about what makes the most sense... That's when you really open yourself up to growth in your income and your freedom. Because if you're chasing unprofitable retainers because they emotionally feel good, but they're actually taking up all of your time and you're not getting paid enough and they are the wrong path towards the thing you actually want, you're never going to get there. You're literally doing the opposite of the thing you need to do to get the business and life that you want. And it doesn't make any sense. Obviously, uh, moving to highly profitable packages is like a core idea in the No BS Agency model. And it's what I teach in No BS Agency Mastery. And I help a lot of people evolve their mindset into thinking more logically and freeing themselves up to make more money in less time. I also share a lot of information about how we do this in our free Facebook group, No BS Agency Owners. So if you're not a part of that, go join me there. And if you're stuck in the unprofitable retainer model, or you really believe that this is the path to security and safety in your business, but you're open to the idea that maybe it's the wrong path, then let's talk. Email me pia at nobsagencies.com. Just email me nobs. And let's see if getting you off of this feast or famine roller coaster, not by unprofitable retainers that are gonna drive you batshit crazy, but by focusing on building a sustainable business that knows how to attract and close clients at higher and higher prices. Let's talk. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. If you are loving this episode, please just take 30 seconds and leave it a review right now. Reviews help other people find us so that we can help more people know BS their agencies. I thank you in advance for your help. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock em Down by The Shrugs.